21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. You're so successful, you're so famous, you have amazing students for 20 plus years. They did, if I remember well, 400 plus million. At, at least when I was last time on your boot camp, it was a few years ago. Yeah, they're way over a billion now. Excuse me. Yeah. In two, three years. Oh yeah. my God. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that was an old, yeah. It, well, that was an old number from about 2014 when the first book came out. Um, but yeah, the and, and it's hard to keep even keep track. Um, there are some, you know, there I've got students that have done tens of millions of dollars of sales. Uh, but really, I, I don't like to talk about those really big numbers because I can remember very, very well when I was starting out. And if someone had even said that, you know, talked about, I remember actually someone talking about a launch or a promotion that did $60,000 in sales. And, and this was when, when I already had a business and I was making money, but when I heard $60,000, I just didn't believe it. It was, my mind couldn't comprehend it. And before you started doing email campaigns, what was your occupation? <laughs> I, I was a stay-at-home dad. I, I had a couple young children. Uh, I was, I'd been in the corporate world. I was not successful there. Uh, I was a square peg in a round hole. Um, it just was, it wasn't the world for me. So I left it. I was home taking care of at first my, my young son and then my son and my daughter. And you know, just not much was going on in my life. And I thought I have to somehow support, help support the family. My wife had a job, she had a good job, she was supporting the family, but still times were very tight. And we we're just looking for some additional income. So my goal was just simply $10,000 a year. That would that that was my ultimate goal was ten thousand dollars a year, and, and we were today, just very, then the, yeah. today you are at... done a little bit better than that. I'll tell you what when I when I got my first merchant account so I could process credit cards. And back then, it was a big deal. Now it's much easier, but back then it was a very big deal. And I'm talking back in the nineties. And I, you had to, they had to come out and audit. They had to take a picture of your office, which was like my spare bedroom, like with the baby's toys in the background. And, and they audited it and they went through this whole thing. And I remember her approved, calling up and, and saying, yep, you're approved. And you're approved to process $10,000 in credit card sales per month. 
So that was your limit. You grew up to 10. So she told me that. And when she told me that, I actually laughed. I, I laughed because I, the idea of doing $10,000 in sales in a single month was just so outside of what I thought was possible. And the greatest thing is, is she, she, she lectured me. She's like, don't you laugh. Don't you laugh because you're going to get there one day. You're going to get uh -huh. there. And I'm like, and then back in my head, I'm like, yeah, right. Sure. For sure. $10,000 a month. No possible way. But yeah, things have, have gone, gone pretty well. That was, it's been 25 years since then. Do you think we have uh, any mental blockage when, when we speak about money? Okay. Money is just, just one small ingredient into the life formula per se at least from my point of view. But if we speak about money as a value or whatever you want to call it, do we have any kind of mental blockage that we need to work on uh, being prepared for something more in our life? It's been, I can't speak for everyone, but, but it's been my experience that I certainly did. I probably still do. But most people, I think they do have, all, there, there's all kinds of baggage around money and people have crazy thoughts about it. People judge the, their self-worth and other self-worth by it. So there's all kinds of mental baggage. There was a time in my life before I started my business where I just thought that there are some people that just money comes to them. And there are some people that money doesn't just come to them. And I'm one of those people that money doesn't come to. I very much had that belief. And then you, sometimes you hear about like this idea of self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I remember thinking, I don't know exactly what that is, but I've probably got that because it seems like I just can't really get on the success train. I don't know why, I don't know what it's about, but that's where I was. And when I started my business, when I, I was, I was about 35 years old mm -hmm. at the time. And I hadn't, you know, I had a, I had a wonderful wife. I had two wonderful children, young children, but otherwise I didn't have really very much going on in my life. And then like one of the interesting things I learned is early on back all the way back then I bought Tony Robbins program personal power Two, off the back then the infomercial was playing on TV all the time. Mm -hmm. And after I watched that infomercial about nine or 10 or 11 times, I picked up the phone and I called up and I ordered it. And my big decision was whether I get it on cassettes or CDs. And I paid the extra $20 to get it on CDs because then they said you could skip through the tracks because that's what they said on the commercial. And when I ordered it, I was embarrassed. I, I didn't tell my wife. I didn't tell anyone because it just seemed like I must have something wrong with me if I have to buy this course on how to, you know, how to have a better life. It just seemed weird. Um, now, and I'll tell you that my life, well, first of all, a few things. I learned the, the big meta lesson from that, from his program was that no matter what you want in your life, someone else has spent their entire life studying that. Mm -hmm.
and they're willing to teach you. Not everyone is, but there's people that will publish books, that will put out programs, that these days have podcasts, YouTube channels. There's people that have, whatever it is in the world you wanna learn, there's someone who spent their entire life mastering that one thing and will teach you. And all you have to do is find that one person and learn from them. That's the biggest lesson I learned from Tony Robbins and watching what he did. And so since that time in the mid nineties, that's what I have done is whatever I wanted to master, I went and got an instructor in one form or another, whether it was a, a personal one-to-one, whether it was a book, a, 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 a program, an online course, a podcast, a YouTube channel, whatever it is. And I've gone through different areas of my life. Money is one of them. Money is one of them. And, and, you know, I did my best to fix my thinking about that. Business building is another one. You know, last week I went fly fishing for the really the first time in my life up in Alaska. I was way, way out in the wilderness in Alaska, but I had a guide who showed me how to fly fish, which is like one of the most complicated things I've ever done. Really? Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Think oh, my goodness. Life. <laughs> it's, it is, it is as an art. <laughs> it, it's, it's an art and it's arcane and it's detailed and it's complicated. Like you, you couldn't possibly, I, I, yeah, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> Was it cold? Well, you know, there's a saying that it's, it's, um, it's, I forget exactly how it goes, but it basically comes down to there's no bad weather, there's only bad gear. Uh, so okay. I, I had the right gear on okay, because it. I got coaching on that. And so it wasn't, it wasn't a problem. If I understood you well, you had your own um, personal development during that that whole life experience absolutely transformation and, and, and it hasn't ended it, it continues yeah. to this day it never it, it just continues and um what i've learned is so for years for about five or six years i built my business and i i sort of i i i i just kept on moving forward and i had that goal for ten thousand dollars and And it took me about 18 months, but I got to that $10,000. But then it started to accelerate. And the next year was like 70 or 80,000. And the next year was more. And the next year was more. And the next year, and, and five or six years later, it was a million. And it just, it, 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 it just kept on accelerating. But I went for about five years without really knowing or meeting other entrepreneurs, just because it was just me in my spare bedroom with my two young kids and my wife, and that was it. And then I started going out to conferences and I started to meet other online entrepreneurs. And I, from that time I studied from Tony, then I started getting more into the personal development and, and, and really trying to develop my mindset and my, my, my physical being. And then I went to an online conference or a conference for online marketing or online business. And I started to meet some really, some other people that were really, really successful. And I noticed that all of them did the same thing. Like if you look at this, and I've gotten to know many people that are multimillionaires, even, even a billionaire. And what I've noticed is almost all of them 
take their take personal development extremely seriously. And if, if an entire world, the entire population of the world, 98% of them don't practice any type of personal development, but then you look at the super highly successful people and 95% of them do practice personal development. It's like, wow, maybe there's something there. What advice would you give to your younger self? Well, boy, it's pretty, pretty, a pretty magical ride at this point. So I would be very careful to change anything in that whole timeline. I started, um, you know, I started meditating about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I would tell myself to go into that even earlier and even in a bigger way. Uh-huh. Because settling down, a lot of people have, and I'm not a meditation teacher, but a lot of people have, um, have misguided uh, understanding of meditation and they're like boy I can't meditate because ideas pop into my head all the time and I can't and I just keep on thinking that's the big pr- well that's the whole point about meditation is you tr- you train your brain to to quiet your brain so that you do notice when those thoughts come in and so you can and you can bring your attention back to whatever your meditation is whether it's your breath or whatever and I think that practice which I continue to go deeper on has made me um, a better entrepreneur, but it's, it's also made me a better husband, a better father, a better uh, leader for my team, a better leader for my community, just a better human. So yeah, go deeper and faster into that. is your daily routine do you have daily routine yeah i do um it's mostly i've, I've got a pretty rock solid morning routine uh my evening routine is a little more scattered but the morning routine is i'm usually uh i focus on uh, well i try to get outside in the first uh, first half hour of my day um and i and usually it's meditating well let, let me back up it starts with meditation right at the very beginning of the day within the oh, first 15 okay. minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's about a 20 to 25 minute meditation. And it's very simple. I, I have a little audio track. I listen, I don't listen to, but I've got playing. So that just lets me know the timing. And then I generally focus on my breath. And when I'm outside, which preferably I'm outside, unless it's the middle of the winter, then um, it's the breath, but it's also just any sounds. Any, because I, I live in a very quiet place where I just hear native natural sounds, birds and insects mm-hmm. and, and the wind. Um, and then after that, I'll do uh, a short um, bit of yoga, usually 15 to 20 minutes of yoga. I'll focus on drinking a lot of water. Um, hopefully I'll get at least a, 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 a liter of water down in, in my first 15 or 20 minutes because that'll set me up to be drinking a lot of water throughout the day. And I'll usually do some reading and in, 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 in that won't be like I'm not reading Instagram or I'm not looking at social. Um, my phone at this point, I haven't even touched my phone at, at all throughout this whole time. Um, so I don't generally will not look at anything on my phone for the first hour or so. 
Um, there might be some journaling, but I'm not as rock solid. The, the, the really core is the meditation and the yoga. And of those two, the meditation is the one that I'm 100% on, and the yoga I'm about 80% on. I suppose you're not doing everything by yourself. Uh, what kind of organization do you have? Usually when I do, when it comes time to pick up my phone or to get it online, the first thing I'm doing is I'm checking in with my team. And for years and years, I didn't really have a team. It was myself. And then when my wife was able to leave her job and come home to be with me and the kids, then she was also helping me out with the business. But so it was just the two of us for many years. And then we slowly grew a team. But what we've taken on in the last three or four or five years is really building out our team. So what I'll do is I'll check in with my team, which is generally via Slack. And really, I have one primary person on my team, Kristen, who I am, you know, is my, my main contact with the team. But we're up to 40 people on the team now. So there's, there's a lot going on in the business. So I'll usually check in to see if I've gotten anything from Kristen, if I need to talk to her. And then I'll check in. I run a couple of mastermind groups. I'll check in with those groups. We're always messaging back and forth um, on, on either on a message. We use Signal as a mess for messaging, or via email. We use a uh, you know we've got an email group going back and forth. So those are the, the two main things in there. I'll, of course, I got to check my schedule to see if anything's going on. But frankly. One of my goals is to not have anything on my schedule, um, and I, I achieve that a lot of days. Um, so that's sort of what the, how the day evolves. Um, you know, I do, of course, have contacts in throughout the industry, so I, I'm constantly in communication with them. But it's mostly the the biggest thing is first checking in with my team and then my mastermind groups. I experience you as a very healthy person on all levels. So uh, can you share with us uh, something about your work-life balance? Yes. So for me, that whole work-life balance, um, it, it's interesting because it's tough. Like someone just asked me recently, how much do I work? And it's tough to separate out because it's like little snippets here or there. You know, if you pick up your phone, if you're, it's just, it's hard to separate out. But I think um, I am, I have been beating the drum of having a balanced life for a very, very long time. Um, I, I, you know, I think you have to hustle when you're starting out. The, you do, you, it's, it, you have to get scrappy, but at some point you have to wonder if you need more money and more success constantly. And I don't think you do, certainly not at the expense of your health your relationships, um, your, 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 your inner peace. So yeah, I've got a, I've got a lot of goals and, you know, business goals are one of them, but it's just like one of five or six level areas of my life. I want to be an amazing father. I want to be, a, a, just an amazing husband. I, I want to be a great leader for my team. I want to be healthy. I'm an athlete. I have, uh, I, I, one of my core identities is uh, I'm a lifelong athlete. So I'm mountain biking, I'm playing tennis. Most days I'm getting out in the woods and going for a walk. Where I live is out in the mountains in Colorado. I don't, I'm 
300 miles from a big city. Uh, so I am like, a, I'm just, I'm always outside. Um, I love doing wilderness river trips. Last week, I, I was in Alaska, I was completely offline for a week. So I think the ability to disconnect and stay disconnected for longer periods of time is super healthy. And, um, and it's something that I make a real big priority in my life, especially if I can get away with friends or family. And so, yeah, I, I am all about being a healthy, healthy physically, healthy mentally, healthy spiritually, having great relationships with my, with my family. I have long-lasting, long-term relationships with people who have no idea you know, they, they have, I mean, if they listen to this podcast, they'd be shocked at some of the stuff they heard because they're just my buddies that I play tennis with, or that I go, that I go rafting with, or, or that I go fishing with now. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think if, if you are an amazing entrepreneur, but you treat people for poorly and uh, you just have this, you know, angst in your heart and in your brain. All that's not a winning life. You're not a successful person. Um, the Steve Jobs. There's a there. There's a couple. You know, I've read a lot about him. I from there. There are different opinions, but I don't think he was a terribly successful person. He created a lot of great products. He created a great company, but. And, and I don't have all the details, but from some of the stuff you read about the husband he was and the father he was, that's not a successful person, in my opinion. I don't want to be that person. And, and I just have to say, I, I, I don't, didn't know him personally, and I don't like to speak poorly of people, but there are the, that, that hard-charging entrepreneur that creates this huge company, but has a, has a, a personal life that's in pieces and tatters. That's not a successful role model for me. This new book I've got coming out is an updated version of my, my book that first came out seven years ago. Seven years ago when I first released it and the second week it was released, it was a number one New York Times bestseller. Uh, it's had it sold hundreds of thousands of copies and had incredible success stories. The book is called Launch, and it's all about launching your online business, your online course, membership site, coaching program, a mastermind, whatever. If you've got something that you would like to sell online, this book gives you the formula on how to do it. And I've been teaching that formula since 2005. I've been developing it since 1996 when I first started my first online business. And so this new edition is updated all the way completely, 100%. Every, I think every single chapter was, was refreshed and updated. Major new chapters on doing live launches, which is the idea of using live broadcasts within your launch. Uh, and using social media within your launch. Social media has been a big deal for a long time, but specifically how to use it in the context of your launch. The same thing with paid traffic, both warm traffic and cold traffic, even if you don't know what those are, um, how to use paid traffic. And, and there's an example, there's actually two examples in the book. One of a person who just started using um, $3 per day in ads in Facebook 
and built that up over time and is now as a business that does over a million dollars in sales. Not a typical result, not an average result, but a very, very real result. And that's in the book. There's case studies throughout the book. And this, this book is all about this proven formula that my students have used. I've been doing this, like I said, for 25 years. I've been teaching it for since 2005. And my students have done over a billion dollars in sales. So I just came out with this new edition of the book just, just a couple of weeks ago. And the title is Launch. And um, for like, I don't know, I think right now the Kindle cost is like 12 or $13 or something. And you can get, I've been doing this stuff for half of my lifetime now. And you can get the entire formula in that book. Yeah, so the book's available anywhere you buy books. I mean, it's, it's by Hay House, which is a massive publisher. Um, so you can get it anywhere you want it's at Amazon. However, if you go to thelaunchbook.com, thelaunchbook.com, then you can you can go there, you can get a whole bunch of extra bonuses. If you go there, and you know, what will end up happening is it will send you to some other place to buy it because we're not actually selling the books. I don't run a bookstore. But then you go back, you put in your receipt, and you get all these extra bonuses at thelaunchbook.com. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.